G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as the old saying goes, Blind Freddy can see that we're in for a tough time ahead. The worst is yet to come so far as the economic crisis that surrounds COVID-19. And these are challenging times. Some people are really taking it tough and are feeling very anxious, struggling even to trust God at a time like this when you had a job and you had a regular income coming in and you've lost your job or you've lost hours. There are loved ones who you thought God was looking after, but somehow or other they've lost jobs. And there are challenging times that are likely to get tougher ahead, particularly as the government's hibernation uh, emerges uh, come September. Well, let's get some insights today into trusting God in tough times and recognizing that God's voice may be loud and clear as to what he's calling us to, even though there are difficulties around COVID-19. Paul Ryan is the National Director of LL Ministries in Australia, and it's a ministry that focuses on restoration and discipleship and the challenging things that we go through, making sense of those in light of God's Word. Paul, a special welcome back to 2020. Yeah, thank you, Neil. Important topic. Good to hear your voice again. And do you know what uh, plagues, uh, often we're talking about plagues and we'll think of the health issues, but here in Australia we're really more concerned right at this moment about the economic fallout. The rest of the world's suffering. Lots and lots of people have died and lots and lots of people have recovered and perhaps not fully. But, uh, but we're interested in the economic issues around here. Uh, some people would be no doubt thinking, where was God in my situation when I've lost some hours at work or I've lost my job or my business is struggling? What are your thoughts around this sort of thing that happens when there's a, a, a pandemic like we've seen? Yes, uh, Neil, I think usually pressure in life surfaces what's really in our hearts. And I think um, a key question I've had to ask is, in this global pandemic, has this caught God by surprise? And I I have to trust and believe in a sovereign God that he's not caught off guard by this. Whether or not you could argue he caused it or not, I certainly believe he could use it. And I'm thinking that often... The moments of anxiety that I've experienced with the ministry I run or the pressures I've felt, it, it surfaced some things in me that I, I, I'm thinking, you know, these are things I might need to deal with before God. Areas of mistrust, of anxiety, of, of the way I've responded under pressure that surfaced character flaws in me. I don't know about you, Neil, but I certainly find that in crisis, we certainly find out who we are and what we're made of. And there's, I'm, I'm finding there's a lot of opportunity for discipleship growth in this season. You can't always say that God sent the plague, but there's an equal opposite alternative. You can't say and you can't argue that he didn't. 
And what does appear very, very prominent, though, whenever there is this sort of challenge that's faced humanity and there's lots of references to a plague in the scriptures, is that God captures the attention of a people. What are your thoughts in that style of way of thinking about when bad things are happening to us, Paul? Yeah, look, gee, that's a challenging question. Uh, you, if you're brave enough to ask it, I'm brave enough to go there. Have a go, I'd say. Uh, interestingly, uh, just for one of my own blogs uh, as part of Ellen Ministries, um, I, I really wanted to find out what the sh- biblical history was because in my own teaching, my own theological training, whatever God would have done historically in the history of Scripture, because he's a God that does not change, that probably suggests that that's the sort of pattern he may well choose to follow into the future. And so when I look biblically and historically at plays in Scripture, in every one of those situations, God is trying to get the attention of a nation or a people group or an individual to bring them to a point of recognizing him as a sovereign God and perhaps even to repent, to change, to uh, recognize him as the one true God. And in today's age, I just wonder whether or not God is up to something in that area. Did he cause the plague? Is he using the plague? There are some questions that need to be answered there that I'm not too sure I'm qualified to make a full answer of. But I am suspicious that God wants to use this event and perhaps future events. I mean, think of a bit of a scary passage, really, when you read of Matthew 24, where it talks about it's Jesus speaking actually to his disciples when they ask the question, what will the end times look like? He talks about wars and rumors of wars. He talks about plagues, pestilence. He talks about earthquakes. These things are spoken of in senses of uh, the plural. It's not just a one-off event. And then Jesus goes on to say, all these things must happen. Do not be afraid. Do not be alarmed. So if I'm reading Jesus correctly, and I'm looking at the history of the Word of God, it suggests to me this might not be the end of the pressures we'll face as the closer we get to Jesus' return. And so it's going to push us as saints to the brink of, do we really trust God in the midst of these circumstances? When Jesus says, all these things must happen. Do not be alarmed. I'm forced into a position where, will I still trust you, God, that you are good? Do I still trust your character is good, that you have things under control, even though they seem not to be all working out the way I might like them to? And these are really good questions. And for me, I don't believe God's been caught out or caught by surprise with this pandemic. I think he has purposes. I mean, I'm seeing some amazing fruit out of this. I don't know what your listeners are finding or other church leaders might be reporting, but just the number of people who are tuning into online courses, the way online alpha courses are growing, the number of people looking for answers uh, that are going to online church. One church in America has its numbers astronomically increased since they've shut down physical church and have gone online. So there's some amazing um, growth in asking questions about where is God in this and people searching for answers and, in fact, searching out God. Uh, so I'm, I'm seeing some very positive things in the midst of the struggle and the turbulent nature of this season then. And even Google searches for the word prayer have really increased, as I understand it, uh, quite astronomically. People are interested. People are going through the mill. And whether God causes the plague or not, uh, people are dealing with the consequences of what's going on here, Uh, whether it's an increased loneliness or they're losing connection, whether it's workmates or 
school, university, people have lost connectedness, and that has an effect on us internally, doesn't it, Paul? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, you think if you're very extroverted, you're very connecting with people, you love to spend time with others, and during the lockdown, I mean, that was robbed from all of us. And so even the most ardent introvert was starting to feel a little jumpy at the thought of not being able to get out and connect with someone. So lack of connection with others can stir all sorts of loneliness uh, that takes us to places that maybe we don't want to visit. Again, but we're back to the question, what is really in our hearts? It's amazing what can surface under certain pressures. Who you are in a crisis is who you are, Neil. And so when it takes pressure to create a diamond, sometimes these pressures that we may not really be appreciating right now could be means in a way that God is trying to hone his last days saints. I mean, I'm even thinking just like, I'm in a world uh, prior to COVID-19 where I could order anything on my mobile phone. I mean, the comfort we have in, in this first world nation we live in, I, can, I, could, or I used to be able to book a flight anywhere in the world within minutes on my mobile phone before international borders were shut. In terms of even still today, I can order fast food, anything I like, Chinese, Indian, of any ethnicity. It can be at my door within an hour. I mean, the comfort we find ourselves in in this hour, I find at times I can be so distracted by those conveniences, my focus isn't always on a holy God and his kingdom purposes. And so I'm wondering why God's just trying to just shake us up a little bit, in line with what Hebrews 12 speaks of, about this shaking. He promised not to shake just the earth, but also the heavenlies. And that shaking is to do with the created things that perhaps we've held up as above the throne of God, so that only that which can remain is a worship of a holy creator. There's only something that's created, that's everything else other than a holy God. If I'm looking for other comforts other than the comforter, then I mean, I'm actually breaking the first commandment that says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. I've really had to do some very close personal reassessment of my own walk here as to where I've allowed other false comforts to creep into my life over and above a holy God here. I find he's really sharpening me in this season now. There's issues here, isn't there, around our identity, around our purpose, and when we lose that identity in God and we lose the purpose because somehow or other the purpose isn't working the way we thought it was, uh, then we can feel as though we're set adrift. Uh, so coming close to God, what are your thoughts here on just some things for people who are feeling that sense of loneliness, that sense of disconnection, whether it's disconnection from their local church, a disconnection from family, disconnection from their career. Uh, what are your thoughts here in, in just uh, getting some restoration happening? Yeah, look, if we had the pressure of the recent turbulent season of this COVID-19 virus that's sort of overtaken the world and put us into a place of uncertainty, that is going to affect anyone's core identity, particularly if we've lost a job, if we've lost purpose. I mean, I, I, I as a Christian leader, in the past, have always tried to provide vision and leadership and a pathway forward. But we're in a day and age, and you mentioned at the beginning, the, the, the yet to come is the economic fallout of the consequence of the last few months. And we're in uncertain times. We're in uncharted waters, uh, unprecedented times, all the cliches that are being thrown out there. 
And that shakes us to the point where we're unsure what the future holds. And so when those kind of questions start to unsettle us, the only place that that can um, really be, I guess, subdued is in the presence of a holy God and finding his rest. I mean, again, just referencing some of my own biblical studies that have just taken me back to the Word of God to reassess my own heart. I find it very interesting that when I look at every time Jesus is assaulted by the religious leaders of the day, specifically the Pharisees, they were mostly attacking him either on the Sabbath or about the Sabbath. And so I find it interesting that the religious spirit always goes after our rest. That when that piece of a holy rest in a holy God is stolen from us, and this is a time that's doing that to us, that suggests to me, if that's what the enemy is trying to steal from us, that identity, that purpose found in a rest and a trust in the peace of a holy God, then that's what we need to be searching for in him. So I would highly recommend any resources we can find that help us get in touch with what does it mean to rest in this time? Because I don't know about you, Ian, but I sort of big pun, Neil. I have found that there have been times where because of the purposes that, that have been stolen from me, my daily routines have been so shifted um, and robbed that, you know, I wouldn't have said I suffered from performance orientation too much, but I suddenly have, on days, felt like there's nothing I can do. I, I'm not sure I know how to go forward here. And then I start to feel a sense of lack of value, lack of identity, lack of purpose. When really what I need to be doing is just stopping to be still, to know the still small voice of God and how he sees me and how he values me regardless of what I do. So I would simply land that point on saying, I think we need to get back to a holy God and learning to be very still and listen to him in these days because he's the only one that knows how to charter these uncharted waters, Neil. You know, we started our conversation today, Paul, thinking about those who are feeling anxious and who've been struggling with the issues around the pandemic. And we'd started talking about the economic issues. But really, I think what our conversation has become is a precursor to those who are doing okay right now, recognising that you have some level of security because there's government provision for that. But if that happens to fall away and there are challenging times ahead, the precursor of our conversation today is how to hold on to your peace, how to recognize what it is to rest and rely and trust God for your circumstances and to take you forward. And I think that's a powerful insight that you've been able to offer us today, Paul. I want to point people to your LL Ministries, E-L-L-E-L Ministries. Paul Ryan's the National Director of LL Ministries in Australia. And hey, like Christian Ministries, they've had a little bit of time of hibernation too and looking to emerge from that, looking for creative ways to get things back happening because of the recognition that there are those who need to have instruction and understanding about restoration and about discipleship. And LL Ministries, an international ministry on five continents around the world, to access those sorts of courses that LL offers, you can do that through their store, store.ll.org.au. LL is spelled E-L-L-E-L, store.ll.org.au. Paul, thanks so much for your update and your insights today on 2020. Uh, thank you so much, Neil, and God's richest blessings to all of your listeners. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.